and go. Welcome to the newest anti-comedy podcast. <laughs> this is For Realsies with Straight Man and Poker Face. Tits back on. Here, I'm going to say a couple things to set the mood for this new podcast. A dead dog on the side of the road. Your parents' divorce when you were six years old. And Sophie's choice. I'm just kidding. Just because. Whoa, you are coming in and out of. This is what you sound like. Oh, man, I hate when that happens. Sorry. Look, I don't know if it's my fault or your fault. Well, it's not your fault. I mean, if if J- Joe, uh, Joe Neal, hi, Joe Neal, I'm Jason Mark. If if there's a problem and it's on your end, it's not your fault. It's not your, you did not choose to screw up again our show. <laughs> How you doing today, well, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. This is just because there's no way that we're going to be able to talk seriously about sports, which is supposed to be the topic today because the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. Um, So we're going to certainly we're going to talk about dicks and farts, um, maybe food, because, (laughs) you know, we eat food on Super Bowl Sunday. Maybe we will even watch the game. I think I'm going to watch the game. But again, talking seriously about football is is something that we struggle to do. Right. We're not going to do. We're not going to do an analysis. No. Okay. I don't know why anybody would expect us to, or if they heard us, would believe anything we said. Neither of us are. I mean, I. How could either of us offer anything cogent about uh, Super Bowl? Which one is this? X, 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 XL, NL, V, NFL, V, I, I, D, C, Universe. What is it? Which one is this? I, it's. I don't know. And there are some people that are super irritated because they find it like a hipster trope or like some sort of uh, virtue signaling when hipsters say, oh, what is there? Is there like some sort of big game today? Oh, I didn't even know. Well, okay, somebody go get a touchdown. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or, and they, they, or they say the wrong thing. They go, oh, yeah, well, home run, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Three-pointer because it's yeah. the Super Bowl. And go we're, sports we're ball team. The, we're kind of those assholes. No, no, no. Point that out. No, no, we're not. I mean, we are assholes. As an aside, we should send out to our listener a JVC bingo card, and then they can see. You know, we just we just said asshole. You said dick earlier. Fart. I mean, you mark those off on your bingo card. (laughs) That right there. You. I feel like you you felt obligated to just throw in fart. Well, you did say the word fart, so yeah. And before the show started. Listener, you can't put this on your big no card. Bingo. Jesus Christ. What time is it? It's 530 in the morning. Um, before the show, we were talking about rectums, uh, listeners. So, but that was before the show. It doesn't count. Oh, wait. I just said it, though. So now it does mm-hmm. count. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Hipster thing. We're not because you know what? You're going to maybe watch it. Um, I, I might maybe watch it. And it's not that we hate it or that we're trying to make people think that we're trying to make people think that we think we're superior. We just aren't going to watch it because, I mean, we're not invested in it because neither of our teams are in it. If my team was in it, Joe, I'd be all up in that. I'll be up all up in their jocks. 
Yeah, me too. But you know, do you know it, it is? It's it's a fifty Super Bowl fifty. See that that not knowing what number it is makes us sound like those hipsters. Where it's like, what is it? Super Bowl hundred one. Yay, home run! Yeah, yeah. it's well, it's L I I V, right? So is that fifty? You know what that is? No, I don't. L I I V. Well, I'll look at what it was last year. And I'm not being a look, hipster. Th- this should be proof to anybody that hates that hipster thing that we're actually just fucking confused, man. <laughs> this yeah. is not a this is not an act. We don't know which Super Bowl it is. Yeah. We we know that it's the year 2020. I mean it is now. This is for the And by the way, I'm going to I'm going to say this too. This is kind of an important Super Bowl for our family. Maybe you can explain that a little bit. Okay, so last year was 53, so this is 54. So here's why I was confused. When I looked it up, see, when I looked it up, the logo is uh, an L, and then the Lombardi trophy, and then an I, and then a V. And then, like, the Lombardi trophy looks like it's an I, right? One of the I's. Yeah. And you're so, seeing two I's in front of a V, yeah. which should mean five minus two, which is three. It, well, but that's no, but, stupid because it should just be three I's. Right, and they if never would if it were fifty three, but it's not. It's fifty four, and they never would. Greek, Greeks or Romans, anybody would never go. Let's see, how do you make a three? Oh, just two minus five. They don't. That's not how it works. That's how my fucking Roman numerals work. Roman or numerals work. Ro- Roman thought process. Right, <laughs> and then and then there's a picture here of of a field with an L V I I on it. Um, okay. Oh, oh, I see. That's because it's been already decided that it will be played in Glendale, Arizona. That will be F- Super Bowl Fifty Seven in twenty twenty three. See, if I was a hipster, I wouldn't know that or even look it up. I'd be like, "Oh, the sports ball team is so Roman because it's gladiators, and I am not for violence unless it's the violence in my stomach from eating quinoa for twelve days straight." You know what I'm saying? It's just fuck you guys. That anyway, was really hipster, by the way. I felt so hipster. And they talk like this all the time, even though that's not their regular voice. It's just how they talk. Anyway, you were saying that's something. That's a good hipster. Bring that character in every once in a while. Just okay. go full hipster on us. Yeah, I will. I'll think of something. I won't do it now, but you were going to say something. Well, but, but explain, this Super Bowl is many of our family members. The Christ family is going to be maybe in conflict a little bit because oh, of this yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Super Bowl is the... Um, 49ers. Do it in your hipster voice. <laughs> it's the Santa Clara. <laughs> Did you really forget who it is? I just thought the top of my head. It, if you haven't figured it out, listener, we're recording at the uh, butt crack of dawn. This is just me coffee today because uh, that's just it worked out best for us. And so I can't think. Also, there's some weird smell in here in my office. I think it's my feet, which is weird because I just wash them. Like I get up every morning, I wash my feet. Um, this is just something I do. And I don't know. There's something interesting. Yeah. I know that about you. Yeah, it's a complete lie, but there is a weird smell in here. Anyway, it's the it's the well, they say San Francisco 49ers, but they're really they play in Santa Clara versus uh the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Kansas City being a city in Missouri, uh at least the part where they play. And so the Christ family is a Midwestern uh family, and then the extended extra Christ we'll call them are mm-hmm. are scattered over California. So yeah, this will be a very contentious um sports ball celebration. Sports ball. Yeah, but n- neither you nor myself have any real connection to those teams, except for our families are going to be very emotional. Like, what well, I'm not going to be rooting for either team, I don't think. 
Which which team would you like to root for, Jason? Honestly, you want to you want to pick the same team, or would you like to root against each other this year? Okay, so honestly, I haven't done enough research, but I have to look to see which team has the fewest sexual assault charges amongst the um, team members, and that's the team I would root for. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's good. I'm really going to go I'll, with character. I'll pick that team too. Can you do the research for me, and then I'll, I'm totally on board. I guess what we could do is the um, shitty thing, which is just put it all on the quarterbacks, which is usually what happens. Um, I mean, the quarterbacks aren't always the best players on the team, but you know, usually they're the most identifiable player on a on a given team. And we could look and look both of them up, whoever they are, and you know, <laughs> see who's the nicer guy, so to speak, and then root for that. So yeah, I'll let's vote the, for the nicer team with the with the least sexual assaults. Yeah, whoever that would I be. Think, and if you had to whichever guess, team that is, maybe it's a tie. <laughs> could be a tie. Maybe we they'll have to do a sexual assault off before <laughs> before we choose the team. That'll be sad. That would be just disgusting. Yeah. Here's what we should do. We line up all, if it's a tie, we line up all of the sex offenders from both teams, right? And it's an even number. And then we, we kick and them we all. take off their pants and, and then they all get boners and then we play ring the donut around the rape boner. Wow. No, this is what we do. <laughs> we, Sorry. we, no, we just line up a bunch of people to kick them in the nuts as hard as possible. The last person standing, that team loses. Okay. Fair enough. We've come up with our own contest yeah. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I really do. I'm not trying to be a hipster douchebag. Uh, look, I don't even like the term douchebag. I, I don't want to be a hipster with all this, but I do have a problem with a lot of celebrity celebrities getting away with, with sexual assault. I, I, I don't want to make the show all serious right now, but it's it's endemic to the uh, character of the of the sport, honestly. Yeah, if my kid grows up not knowing much about professional sports, that's probably going to be fine with me. I want him to have role models and there's some really decent people in professional sports, but it also has a reputation. Celebrities in general. Fuck this. Sorry, this is too yeah, serious. Well, look, you know what? Welcome to boners, welcome farts, for realsies. Welcome um, to for realsies with boobs, Street Man and Poker Face. Boobs. I want to say this. I agree with you, but I'm about to have but a kid, and yeah, and I want to just say that <clears throat> the involving children being involved in sports i think can be a really good thing maybe you'll agree with me on that you were a soccer dude when you were a kid i, was I feel a like it dude. teaches kids how to cooperate and it, it teaches them about their limits and other people's limits and even like even what hurts and like kind of how to be nice and I, I i mean i think there's lots of lessons that you can learn i agree when I agree. it comes to playing sports but but the the role models in professional sports these days Look, some of them are great, and some of them it, it's it's frightening, and uh, what, yeah. what some of these people are getting away with, and the culture of professional sports right. is a little disturbing. So it can be absolutely. I think it's so. The, is is there a game on today? <laughs> Hopefully, there's a home run. Yeah, except it's tomorrow. So well done. That was pretty good. <laughs> so let's see. It's the uh, Niners versus the Chiefs. Um, the game is being played in Miami. Have you ever been to Miami? Never been to Miami. I've been to Vero Beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never heard of it. I have uh, never been to Miami either. I don't think I've ever been to Florida. That's as mm -hmm. close as I got. But I've always wanted to go to Miami. It has a lot to offer. Uh, and I think when most people talk about Miami, they're Miami. Miami, they're talking about that one nice part. Because Miami is a pretty big city, but most people think are talking about the South Beach area, I think. You know, it's got all that Art Deco architecture. It has got, um, you know, the beaches and the sunshine and the the Cuban 
um, culture, right, with the food and the music. And yeah, I've always wanted to go. I don't want to go to Miami because I have negative psychological associations. Whenever I think of Miami, I think of that uh, documentary, Cocaine Cowboys. So I just think about a bunch of cocaine gangsters people being murdered then don't that go. psychopath lady that was the queen of cocaine i like the way did, you're did saying you ever, did you ever see that no but i, I like mean, the way you're miami talking about in the, it in the 80s was seemed like a terrible fucking place and i well, can't shake that whenever you first time you said miami i, I just, could just think of cocaine and blood and nothing else wow but that's the non my that's the i think that's the not south beach part of miami i could be wrong because i don't know it might even be called south beach it might be called like West Conkers, I don't know. I'm just going off of a memory that was perforated by old age and the time of day. So, But, Joe, I'm saying if you and me, your wife, my wife, your kid, my kid, our parents, your wife's parents, my wife's parents um, all went to South Beach or went to Miami, I don't think any of us would do cocaine. Nah. Well, my in-laws might, but maybe. Anyway, <laughs> it would st- it would be a Christapalooza. A Christapalooza. <laughs> I'm tempted to Google that. I'm tempted to Google Christapalooza just to see what comes up. Because I bet there's been a Christapalooza. I bet you there's nothing some, to do with our family. Yeah, some, we just happen to have the last name Christ. But, you know, some mega church in there, a long time ago there was that Jesus guy too, <clears throat> and yeah. a lot of people are into him, and they probably have huge Christ fests. All right, and I'm if gonna, one of them was called Christopalooza, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. Christ. Go ahead. Uh, Christopalooza. We gotta get that out of the way. And um, the first hit that actually uses the word is from uh, a newspaper called The Stranger, which apparently oh hey, there's a coincidence. It's published in Seattle. Oh, Seattle, Washington, not Seattle, Texas. And the headline reads: Christopalooza, twenty thousand Christians convene at the gorge. God doesn't show. Wow. I'm, okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read this. That article sounds later. like an Onion article. It does, but it's a Stranger article. Yeah, it's a Stranger, stranger. article. The Stranger. I guess that's a magazine dedicated to sitting on your hand until it's so numb that you Jason, can't feel. What? Thank you for saying that joke. I <laughs> seriously, because I was sitting there just repeating that joke over and over in my head, and you got you said it for me. I love it. <laughs> it's a magazine about jacking off with your hand when it's asleep. <laughs> the stranger. Oh boy. So, do you, did you want to talk about sports in general today, Super Bowl specifically? I do have some Super Bowl trivia that I could ask you if you know the answers for of. Ooh. Two. Okay. Um shoot. I lost it. Here talk oh, about okay. talk about boobs or something for a minute while I look up the trivia. I had it right here, but then I was doing all this research about like what number we're well, on. Maybe- Maybe you could answer me this. Okay. I'm going hipster again. Yeah. There are cheerleaders, right, uh, in the Super Bowl? I think so. Okay. Well, if there's cheerleaders today in the Super Bowl, I might be more excited about the cheerleaders than the game itself. And yeah, I don't, you yeah. asked me to talk about boobs, and cheerleaders have boobs. So that's yeah. where I'm at. A lot of them do. It's true. Not all the teams have cheerleaders, though, right? Okay, which teams don't? Oh well, I, I don't know, but I I remember hearing or reading somewhere that, uh, that that not all teams have cheerleaders, and I remember that cheerleaders actually don't get paid very much, and that's kind of a shitty deal to be a an NFL cheerleader. You heard that? I've heard that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, well, if you can be a cheerleader and it's an honor and you can tell all your friends that you're cheerleader and you'll be on TV, but we're not going to pay you shit. Yeah, no, that's – they should be paid more. I mean, anybody should be paid a living wage, especially if you're you're doing something like that. That – oh, God, I'm going to go serious again. I don't want to do that. I like boobs, too. If, if – why don't you <laughs> – Thanks. Why don't you just Google up like the? I'm trying to find this trivia list while I do that. Why can you like Google up the um, <clears throat> pictures of both the sets of cheerleaders and pick one and then objectify it to the point that people who are listening to the show go, "Oh, good, they're well, back on track." Just, let me just hit a note while you're finding this uh, trivia that okay. I'm going to fail terribly at. Um, I have here. Oh yeah, I watched my cat get scared of its own butthole. That was <laughs> Sorry, that was so I good. Was, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and I looked over and I've got this little kind of skittish little black kitty and I, oftentimes I'll be watching TV or talking to my wife or something and, and I'll just wonder what I'll like take roll call of the animals because we've got Jesus Barking Christ and we got Pumpkin and we've got little baby kitty who's a little black kitty and I'll just like look around make sure everybody's around and I looked over and there was my little black kitty and it looked like her head was totally up her ass. She yeah. looks like a silhouette no matter what, so it's kind of tough to see, especially <laughs> if the lighting isn't right, what she's doing. But it looked like her head was all the way up her ass. Can I just real and quick then, say that your cat's being just a silhouette and you have to guess what she's doing is such a great Rorschach test. At every moment, you are looking at your cat going, hmm, what do I see now? I see a cat with its head up his ass. And then the psychiatrist goes, check. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Well... <clears throat> Suddenly, she got very, very scared. Whatever She stuck her head up her ass, and whatever she found there was frightening. And she kind of like bounded up into the air and then, and then pranced away very quickly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, but then she, she kept looking behind her and, then, and running faster and then darting left and right. And I realized she had found something disturbing in her butthole. She tried to run away from her butthole. Right. And then she realized that she couldn't run away from her butthole because it was attached. It was it was chasing her. She couldn't escape. <laughs> you know, that so. would be such a hell of a phobia. I don't know what you call it. If you had like a, the fear of your own asshole, and just every once in a while, your life is constantly trying to distract you from the fact that you have one and it's attached. Right? You're doing everything you can. You got like twelve TVs on at the same time. Right? You're you're masturbating with one hand while the other hand masturbates another person and then you've got like a third prosthetic limb that's also masturbating so just to distract you because then and then oh no there's a power outage you lose your boner so do the other two dudes and you're like oh wait a minute that's right i have an asshole ah! man that's a completely incapacitating disorder that would if be you have your own assholophobia yeah you oh. would have to you would have to apply for a disability you have to call up the government and say, hey, look, I can't work a, a job because um, they're not distracting enough. And then I end up screaming and I then I go to the bathroom. And I scream some more. So can you give me some money just to just to live on? And they would say, OK, here's 10 bucks. And I go, thanks. And you're like, OK, I need a little bit more because I need money for distractions. I need a 70 inch TV, an 80 inch TV, a 90 inch TV. I need a prosthetic limb. I need two dildos to practice until I can hire two dudes to sit next to me. I need Viagra. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that, I don't know. I think that whole plan would work. I, I, I really think that 
I've had some employees that they, they just got to stop working and keep getting paid. Yeah. Uh, and it seems to me for yeah, maybe insufficient reasons. So I think if if you got disability you, just for having I'm afraid of my own asshole disorder. Yeah. I, th- I think it would work. I think you could submit the paperwork and it would be fine. But it would be tough to submit the paperwork because the whole time you'd be thinking about your asshole, right. trying to run away from it. Anyway, my cat made me realize that you know you can run, but you can't hide being <laughs> <your> an asshole. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Our bingo card is really filling up here. I was just thinking, uh, you know, about your cat and like if you can get cat therapy. And could your cat like go to some sort of like what's it called when the therapy like if like you're afraid of spiders first they have you look at pictures of spiders and then you put up a picture of a spider on your hand you know and you just work your way up like how would you do that with a cat like okay cat you're afraid of your own asshole first going to start a picture of like just a <laughs> hole right Ex- exposure and desensitization therapy for yeah. cats about yeah. their assholes yeah That's, whew. It wouldn't work for my cat. I think my no. cat's now terrified forever because she's she's become very familiar familiar enough with her own asshole where she's going to be terrified for the rest of her life. Well, then you could, like, next time you look at your cat's silhouette and you're Rorschacking out, you're like, okay, what's she doing this time? Is she blowing herself? Is she eating some fiddles or whatever? And you think, no, her head's still up her ass. Then you'll have, like, a conflict of consciousness because you're like, well, she's scared, so she can't be. But... Maybe it's just me reading into things, but then again, maybe she overcame it. Maybe it was just a developmental stage, and then you would be so confused, and then the cat would like go over and lick your face, and you would forget that you thought she was licking you with ass tongue. <laughs> Thanks for saying ass tongue. You're welcome. Well, I've, I've, if you're still looking for the trivia, no, nope, I thing, found it. I found it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I was going to move on to a, a, another very sophisticated humorous note but we'll do that a little bit later okay because uh, i think i think i can tie it into football anyway right. let's uh have me fail at some super bowl trivia or well, football trivia it's or whatever it's just part. it's super bowl i'm i i'm weaning this down i found this uh uh quiz online and some of the answers are wrong so i went and got the right answer but um just here's one how much money did the most expensive tickets cost to super bowl one your your choices are twelve dollars Forty dollars or nine thousand dollars? No, that's easy. Nine thousand. No, the most expensive tickets at Super Bowl one cost twelve dollars. Interesting fact, though, the Super Bowl tickets for L I. Oh, you said Super Bowl one. Yeah, yeah, one. Sorry, Uh, this is my problem where I don't listen to you. Well, I don't articulate. It's not your fault. Yeah, the first first Super Bowl, I guess, um, which was was twelve dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and and for this Super Bowl, the cheapest tickets are nine thousand dollars, and you have to buy them outside of the stadium from a guy waving them around in the air. Because they decided, okay. I don't know if you knew, they decided last year all tickets will be scalped. They're just all of them. You can't buy them in advance. You have to buy them at the stadium. Okay. Here's another question. Um, okay. Who was or what player? holds the record for the most rushing yards in a Super Bowl game. And I won't be surprised if you don't even get close to this. I'm going to say, I'm going to mention a player that Mm -hmm. is in the wrong position. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. The most rushing yards. Yeah. Oh, God, this is fucking embarrassing. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Okay. Okay. Uh, who I believe was a wide receiver for a wide the, receiver for the 49ers. Uh, no, the actually answer is Schneider Kavalecki. 
Schneider Kavalicki, who at Super Bowl uh, 23 had a terrible bladder infection and ran to the bathroom uh, 29 times. Got it. And he had shitty seats, so he was very far from the bathroom, and that was a lot of rushing. So there I you go. I see. Yeah. Now, okay. here's another one. I have, a quick, I have a follow-up question, though. Okay. Can wide receivers rush? I think rushing means you have the ball uh, from behind the line of scrimmage, and then you carry it over the line of scrimmage. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it means. So that's, yeah, I suspected that wide receivers probably have zero rushing yards. Right. I think, well, in, you know. In total, across all wide receivers. If the uh, if the quarterback throws it, you know, either like maybe backwards or sideways, and the wide receiver is standing on the line of scrimmage and catches it and then runs, but that would be a waste of a wide I don't know. I don't know football. Here's another question. You ready? How okay. fast was the quickest score in Super Bowl history? And I'll, you can either say how fast it was or who did it or who they did it against or how it happened or anything. Anything that approaches the right answer, I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Well, the, the quickest score in Super Bowl history mm -hmm. was in 1982. Yeah. And it was by an 18-year-old named Billy Richardson. Mm-hmm. And he had he was watching the Super Bowl with a girl that he had just met, mm -hmm. and they were very attracted to each other. And they they were flirting with each other heavily at the very beginning of the game, and then they they ran off into the bathroom and had sex with each other. And he wow. was the fastest score in Super Bowl history. That is pretty close. I'm impressed. Um, the fastest score was actually at Super Bowl XLVIII. Uh, the Seahawks scored a touch, not touchback, a safety against the the Broncos in seven seconds. Uh, however, Damn. slightly faster than that, at a bar in where is this Hoboken? Uh, interesting, you you brought up here at a bar in Hoboken. As soon as the game started, Wendy Loscar turned to Gina Fremantle, <laughs> like literally yeah. one second after, like as the ball was flying off of the tee, and she mm -hmm. said to her, "Hey, you want to get out of here?" And uh, Gina said yes, and they went back to Wendy's place, and uh, yeah, Wendy scored. It took her one Boom, second. Score. Yeah. Um, interestingly and that was enough, faster than Billy Richardson, yeah. and it was faster than the seven-second se seven safety. Yep. And, but okay. Wendy and Gina, this is the beautiful part of it, still together today. That's awesome. Yeah. The Super Bowl right. brings people together. I think that's what I like about it. It's, 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 it's a family event. You know, you're there with your friends, with your, with your family, you're eating wings, and and you know beer okay and by the way i'm sorry for stiff arming your jokes you're not stiff arming you're doing you're All doing right. fine you're just great and i like that football term you used okay Thanks. let's do a couple more quick ones these are stupid normally that's a sex act but stiff arm in in my lexicon yeah stiff oh. arming doesn't has nothing to do with football anyway but you know what it means in football, right? Yeah, I'm okay. envisioning it right now okay what's the other one? Oh, yeah clothesline you're not clotheslining my jokes dude it's you know what we're doing laterals that's what it is figure that one out okay next question is who kicked the longest field goal in super bowl history now if you guess steve christie 54 yards at super bowl xxvii i'll give you partial credit it's actually not true i'm gonna mention the only kicker mm -hmm. that i know 
who was barefoot. And his name was Rich Carlos. Boom. I don't even think he did. Rich Carlos, barefoot, and he and he kicked for five hundred million yards. Um, that's close. It was that guy who you just said, whose name you just said, and he once kicked a field goal. Three, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. He once kicked a field goal three hundred and twenty-four yards. Bullshit. No, I hate. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. It's right here in black and white, dude. Uh, barefoot guy, three hundred twenty-four yards. Um. Longest field goal ever. So look that one up. Okay, last question. Name the only person to ever be named MVP of a Super Bowl that wasn't a player. Gilbert Gottfried. Close. Um, Pee Wee Herman. Even closer. Uh, So apparently... Oprah Winfrey. Even closer. Wow. You keep getting closer and closer. You're hotter and hotter and hotter. You're boiling. Um, Liam Neeson. Oh, you cold again. You cold again. Uh, the, My uh, cat's asshole. <laughs> now you're close again. The, I'm narrowing it down. Just tell me the answer. Okay. So apparently at um, Super Bowl uh, XLIX, confused boners were named most valuable player. Uh, because during the halftime show, uh, men across the country, they got confused boners while watching Katy Perry and Left Shark. Uh, during the uh, halftime show and all these confused boners they didn't know what to do and so they were named mvp and i guess the thing that really like pushed it over the edge was when lenny kravitz showed up and then confused boners were like even more confused so that was the yeah 2015 super bowl xl ix uh, who was that seahawks versus patriots and uh, that was a game where the seahawks coaching staff lost the game <sighs> anyway um <laughs> Uh, not unlike but why did why do the boners make it the why are they the most valuable players though because apparently because there's a lot of things that go into MVP right like okay one which uh, person that we select will result in the most uh, t-shirt sales and which person we select will result in the most uh, advertising revenue right when that person goes on oh, to I sell see. yeah, yeah. Kinda, the, there was there was a lot of attention around that yeah so yeah was, yeah yeah okay. uh, you know which which person caused the more the most scores right right usually it's a quarterback but sometimes it's a it's a person who causes a bunch of people to get laid that's fine and so they decided that the the part of the game that made the game worth it right because as we all remember the got Seahawks it, the Seahawks were on like the 1 yard line and rather than give the ball to the best rusher of all time who is called a better beast, than Jerry Rice better than Jerry Rice who's who 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 who's famous for for running the ball in such a way that it coined the phrase beast mode, right? Rather than give him the ball to burst through a very porous New England Patriots um, defensive line, they decided to pass it. What? And, of course, it was intercepted on the one-yard line, and the Patriots went on to win. This was so magnificently depressing to the entire planet, even hipsters, that the MVP was the Confused Boners because the only thing that made the game worth even remembering. So, the Confused Boners, Katie Perry, Left Shock, and Lenny Kravitz. Left Shark, Katie Kravitz. Left Shark. And by the way, d- just, uh, d- do you have any theories on who Left Shark was? Oh, it was Snoop Dogg. Everyone knows that. It really was Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's no... Oh, I thought it was a mystery. I'm going back hipster. Well, it is, like it, is a, it is a mystery, and there's no proof that it was Snoop Dogg, but it was Snoop Dogg. I mean, come on. 
Who who okay. who did those those people that that um, OJ killed? Who killed them? It was OJ. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Right. Look, I I'm mean, sorry to do this, but could you hit pause so I can go take a shit? Nope. I'll keep talking though. All right, I'll be right back. Makes you take a, a super faster shit. Okay, that, off it goes, folks. Um, let's see how much time we got left because I'll either talk fast or slow. I guess it really won't change how fast he comes back. But anyway, we're really looking forward to the Super Bowl in this house because we just got a brand new TV. It is a 2,947 and a half inch TV. It takes up a whole wall and then we actually had to knock down a wall. So it actually goes from um, our living room wall and then into part of the garage. And so we're really looking forward to that. We took out a small loan. We bought it at Costco because they have a very liberal return policy. So we'll be returning it on uh, next Monday, the, what's that, the 3rd, February 3rd. Um, of course, I'll try to talk my wife into keeping it because obviously I'm, I'm a stereotypical man and I like really big TVs. Even though we don't have cable, um, we do occasionally hook up our um, literally 12-year-old Apple TV to it and we'll watch, you know, like The Good Place on uh, Hulu, I think, or um, sometimes my, my wife will plug in our ancient Xbox because it's the only device in our house that plays Blu-ray discs and she borrowed... Uh, uh, all 248 seasons of Big Bang Theory. I, I gotta tell you, I've never really understood the appeal of that show until the other day I realized Big Bang Theory is basically cheers for nerds. I mean, when you think about it, you know, there's that one guy and there's other guy and then there's the dude who's trying to get the woman and she she's reluctant and then they end up getting together and then, right, I think in later... I've never seen Big Bang Theory, so don't if I'm wrong, but later in the series... Um, the one guy sells his apartment to the corporation and uh, there's a new girl and she's got a crush on the CEO. Uh, but one day, one day she gets kind of sick and she tells the guy who wants her, he, she can, he can have her, but he says, no, cause you're very attractive right now. Right. Isn't that big bang theory? Like episode season 12, episode 14 or something. Anyway, um, we'll occasionally watch that kind of thing on the TV, but usually what we do with it is we just leave it on the, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the slideshow, you know, like on like your Apple TV it, it, after a while when it's like, well, you're not watching anything and I don't want you to uh, burn out your cathode ray tube. So I'm going to do a slideshow of pictures you've uploaded. Most of the pictures were pictures you uploaded when you're really enthusiastic about it, when you first got the darn thing, but then you forgot about them. So all the pictures are 12 years old pictures of like, Back then, too, your cameras were just... Are you back yet? Your cameras were really just crappy. And so the pictures are being blown up to literally the size of half your house. And so they're all pixelated and everything. Usually, that's the only thing going on on the TV. I, I'm, I'm back. Thank God, because that was terrible. I really hope nobody listened to that. Fast forward, everybody. Or, <laughs> okay. I guess well, they can't I'm, now. But, I'm interested to hear what you were talking about. God, no. But I'll, I'll hear it later. It was just me droning on and on. Look, we got about 20 minutes left. I know there's some things that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to do them now or, or do a little bit more idle chit-chat back and forth first. Well, I, I want you to know that I think... I got some good rushing yards there. I mean, that was a re- it was a real su- successful trip, and yeah. it was all in the dark. Like I'm very Ooh. familiar with my home because that was pitch black, and I ran directly to the bathroom. Poop fell on my butt, wiped that ass, and then ran right back here. That was pretty quick, right? And it was it all was. in the dark. Yeah. Hey, I might need yeah. to do something rushing as well because there's a device in this room making noise. No, it stopped. No, it, there it is. You hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. 
I'm going to, my microphone and earphones won't stretch that far, so I might have to. Is that the alarm for us to shut the fuck up? I think it might be, yeah. Here, let me just, boom. All right, I stopped it. Okay. Cool. Good job. Yeah, I did that. I was able to reach. I had to take off my headphones, but um, you didn't run into your, gonna, your cat I, I, in the dark? Your, your... Uh, no. Thank no, goodness. Thank goodness. I didn't step on the cat. I almost tripped over my dog, I think, but he was running in front of me. Maybe he was blocking. Maybe he scared <laughs> the cat away. That's what he did. Maybe the cat thought the dog was her own asshole and she ran away, and that's the only reason why I made it to the toilet. That's because you so keep calling the dog asshole. You like, asshole. You hey, asshole. Yeah, that's the, great. Yeah. <clears throat> I did want to bring up one more thing before we uh, go into uh, our kind of featured item. Um, okay. This Fe- is featured. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they hear it. Yeah, no. Um, the grunt fart piss. The yeah, that is that is a thing. I wanted to actually put together a button because I realized that I will run to the bathroom. My bathroom's really close to my couch. I mean, it's right outside of the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is football related because we've had people over here to watch uh, the Super Bowl before. Yeah. And the problem with having a bunch of people in my living room while they're watching football is people. If people have to go to the bathroom, it's really hard not to listen to what's happening in there yeah we have really good acoustics right yeah so (laughs) because you're a musician (laughs) well i think i i gross my wife out a lot because i will run to the bathroom i won't even close the door right and then she gets to hear like the the beginning of me taking it well she gets to hear the whole thing of me taking a really loud piss but the beginning of a piss is really gross especially with guys because it's like you hear a grunt and then a fart and then the piss hits the water. Okay, and it's disgusting. I think, I, yeah, yeah. The you know what the most disgusting part of that is the grunt, and whatever order it happens in, it's always just you know, there's that and then there's a, or wait, it's and then and at some point there's a, uh, you know, for me for me it's like, oh okay, I thought it was the whole yeah. being very relaxed and like. Uh, you know, anyway, this is, I'm being dumb. Uh, well, then it's gross. But then the, there's the other thing that my wife gets to hear, I'm pretty sure, is the grunt, fart, plop, sigh. Yeah, the sigh. That's the gross part. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, I think <sighs> now that you've brought attention to it, and some of our listeners are people who come to your house, they'll be very suspicious. But I think it would be great if all of you were there gathered around the TV and you're watching and one of your friends jumps up and says, all right, I'm going to go do a, a, I'm going to go take a crap. And then they walk into your bathroom and you guys, what movie, what's that movie um, with um, the dude from the office and the girl from that movie with Tom Cruise, where she kicks ass a lot and everything's, and everything's really, really quiet until the one boy, a quiet place. (laughs) That's it. Right. So you're watching a quiet place, right. And you're gathered around and two, one of two things. Okay. So you're watching the quiet place. And if it's a male friend of yours, he goes into the bathroom and everything's really, really quiet. And then all of a sudden you hear this loud, you know, and you're like, just, it scares the shit out of you, right? And, and him too, because anyway, or even worse, you're watching The Quiet Place and one of your female friends goes in there and women are really good at like keeping it quiet. And then she goes in and you guys can't help but listen. You don't hear anything. And then she comes back out and you're like, what? And did you go? She's like, yeah. I said, we didn't hear anything. Said, Why were you listening? And then you have to explain. No, I mean, yeah, because anyway. <sighs> we're just surprised at how delicately we all wanted to hear you shit, and we couldn't. 
We Can't you understand that? You didn't even sigh. And then she just looks at you for a long time, and everyone doesn't know if they should laugh or not. And then she rips out a really long, long, long fart, and you're friends again. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's we're not going to have people over for the Super Bowl. Okay. Or to watch <laughs> a quiet Sunday. place. One of the reasons is it, the bathroom is way too close to the living yeah, room. And yeah. I don't want to set anybody up for some humiliating scenario. Well, you can put the TV outside on your awesome porch right which is where y'all go to smoke anyway so we could probably make it work but we're we're not gonna it's just gonna be me and my wife so well let's talk about something that might happen before the super bowl even starts everyone's out the house but hasn't started yet it's going to be on in a few minutes yeah so you're talking about uh do we get some some uh audio from otis and lavando we did yeah otis and lavando they were supposed to send us (laughs) They were supposed to send us the play-by-play because, as everyone remembers, we got these two guys from the 1600s or whatever, the 16th century. Anyway, they're from the past. We send them to the future because it's a time balance thing. There's something about crystals. I explained it last year. Anyway, we send them to the future to give us a play-by-play from the Super Bowl we're about to see. And then that way we know what's going to happen. But (laughs) these tricks, they send us recording of them having a conversation before the game. So we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it looks like it. Listening to the footage, it sounds like they got right up to the kickoff almost. Yeah, and and that's it. So we don't get we get no play by play this year. Yeah, none. <clears throat> but we, we get to hear them talking. Yeah, uh, in preparation for the right. game, which which is kind of fun. We should. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. We have to play it though, because if we don't, it messes up the time loop crystal contraption thing. I, I don't understand it all, but because it is from the future, this convert anyway. Should we hit the play button? It's it's from two days in the future, right? This yeah. is very complex science it, fiction. It's weird, yeah. <clears throat> it's very complex science fiction. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, should we go ahead and just play it for people? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Sweet, sweet Otis, thou hast produced the most delightful charcoal emblazoned wing of poultry this year, methinks. Oh, well, I, I thank you, Lavando. And yea, and verily, I discovered the recipe on a television program called Martha and Snoop's Potlatch Repast Extravaganza. Forsooth, I admit I am surprised that such as a Martha Washington. No, would... not, not Martha Washington, you dried up husk of a fool and a jack of apes. Martha Stewart, she of the magazine that beareth her name. Nevertheless, that a celebrated personage of the arts, like Snoop D.O.W.G., would deign to commingle amongst the rabble of dastardly crimes and deeds nefarious, it giveth me pause, verily, and as I said, forsooth. Yea, and you have a touched on mine own complaint, and yet the stout Snoop doth say he doth not mindeth that his erstwhile host doth be a convicted feloneth. Egad and Gadzooks, as the bard doth say, Snoopeth of the house Dio Duple G is a gentleman of couth and firm morality. Indeed. Now, the intricacy of politic culinaire aside, what say you as to the coming superiority bore, for which we in several drunken suburban denizens have gathered in 
this cave of the masculine and for which our gentle host hath purchased one 97-inch television screen. I thank thee for asking. It doth seemeth to me that while the two-score niners of St. Francis Town doth have the most puissant Jimmy Garoppolo, who I am told threw over 750 yards in a simulated contest vis-a-vis a folly by the name of Madden NFL 20. I'm reading this. I am nevertheless leaning towards a most decisive victory by the Native American chieftains of the city of Kansas, that of Missouri, for no other reason than the one-two punch that be Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Ah, but me think she be too enamored of such a pair, as the indubitably significant Jasky Tart has been predicted to make not only one interception against Jan Mahomes, but to as well henceforth carry the pink skin across the goal line. Forsooth? Veritably. Ah, but tis merely a prediction, which remindeth me, fond sir, of a riddle most curious. But proceed, sir, but only after thou hast passed to me that aggressively large bowl of Doritos. There, there you are. <clears throat> now, what say you as to the nature of a large horned ruminant that dwelleth in the environs of the Canucks and hath the ability to foretell the future? Hmm. This riddle, I admit, would from the sphinx and I that hath bright milf fondler Oedipus would have resulted in mine own death and the preservation of said mother, albeit at the expense of the overall well-being of the denizens of Thebes, who, as we learned, It's were- a Nostradamus! Nostradamus! My dear Otis, ha! Sir, let me assure you that while my countenance doth not reveal it, I am veritably boffing with laughter on the inside. I thank you. The pleasure, I can assure you, darling Lavando, beeth mine. Now, as to these so-called predictions, whether tis the two-score niners who claim victory over the Native American chieftains, no matter the winner, we shall all be winners, as it were. We, the viewers of this contest on the television, and can you, monsieur, guess my meaning? Mayhap tis that we shall enjoy these charcoal-emblazoned wing of poultry throughout. A bonus, indeed, but as well... Or tis that we shall view midway through the contest the most fair mistress, Jin Lopez, and the spicy Shakira. A spice indeed, veritably, forsooth, and I dare say God's blood, that rivaleth even the spice upon your own charcoal emblazoned wing of poultry? Nay, my most decidedly couth lavando, though you do touch on the burgeoning of a sapphic fantasy most puissant. I admit, mighty Otis, that twixt this rather large flagon of lager thoughts of said sequined-clad ladies intertwined in a fleshy, perspiring ode to the terpicosicorian, whatever the fuck this word is, muse. Uh, uh, the terpicosicorian muse, uh, Navando, no, I think. very nice. Uh, yes. I, I am befuddled to the extent that I can no more address your riddle than you mine. Very well, sir. I shall take you to a location of primary learning, as the youth of some thirty years ago were wont to say. The reason this bold of superiority shall be truly superior, yea, even mayhap superior duperior, is because the patriots, what haileth from newest England, are not in it. Indeed, sage and mostest wisesteth Otis, and yet their absence doth reduceth the chance that Thomas Brady will be tackled, his bones brokeneth, and yea, even shattered it, 
and made to protrude through his musculature, which would be nice. Tis true, Levando, and yet I am satisfied. Ye won't be when you tasteth this dip of the seven layers and realizeth you've only now begun what you might have consumed and enjoyed this last hour for the kickoff. Pass it to me, Levando, with all speed, and may we be consumed ourselves by drunken revelry. Here, I'm glad we got to hear from those guys. We got to stop doing these shows so early in the morning. Yeah, that sucked it. They do their best. Otis and Lavando, they do their best. For crying out loud, they were born before vaccines were invented. So where do we go from there? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we got about six minutes left in the show to talk about Super Bowl things, Super Bowl not things. We could talk about next week's show. We could talk about Katy Perry, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Shakira. I might watch the show just for Shakira. Did you know that Shakira? I, I'm not making this up. She's like a, a, a genius, like an like a Mensa genius. I'm gonna look this up just to confirm, but she's got like a tested IQ in the thousands. I didn't know that, but I I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I, I don't know why. I mean, it, uh, for some reason that fits in my mind. Maybe I've heard it somewhere, and so that just, I already have the association. But So Shakira is the halftime show. For some reason, I thought it was Demi Lovato. Demi she, Lovato is doing the uh, the national anthem. Uh, yeah, national yeah. anthem. Okay, so I yeah. got those confused. Apparently the and longest national anthem at a Super Bowl was by uh, Alicia Keys, clocking in at some three minutes, 20-something seconds, and the shortest was Carly kelly clarkson who ripped through it in like a minute 18 or something like that how long would it how can you do can you give us a, a national anthems rendering joe can you do that i could give you i could i could probably give you the shortest one in super bowl history which would be me just starting the song like oh i gotta take a shit and then i run <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like oh say can you say and then it would be like a hollow sound for the bathroom as, as somebody chases you with a microphone and you're like, you're like, by the dawn's early light, what's so cloudy? Yeah, like that. That'd be funny. And so then uh, to throw in the grunt and the, yeah. the grunt fart sigh. And yeah. then uh, I hit the final long note as yeah. I wipe my ass. Is that another hipster thing to like crap all over the national anthem? I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to do that when this is a true story. When it's I was not in, very patriotic. I guess no, but. When I this is true, I may have brought this up before. I remember when I was uh, in high school, a bunch of us went to a basketball game. Our our high school was a basketball school, not a football school, and a bunch of us were singing the national anthem at the beginning of the game with everyone else, and we just we just fucked it up. We were all over the place. We were screeching. We were making funny noises, and uh, this is true. I swear to God, uh, the the next day, three of us, not all of us, three of us were called into the principal's office. And uh, told that what we did was inappropriate, that there was a, a army vet who was there who was crying because of what we did. And to reinforce that what we did was bad, they also brought in three football coaches who were huge dudes to yell at us. I'm not making this up, Joe. There's the three of us sat on a couch in the in the principal's lounge or whatever. Well, these four enormous people, three football coaches and the principal himself, are yelling at us that we're not patriotic, that we met a vet, a vet cry, that there's something wrong with us. Just hollering. It was oh. fucking awesome. And I'm going to go ahead and sell out the other two assholes who are with me. They were like, yeah, maybe. You're probably right. We're sorry. 
And then they turned to me and they said, you? And I said, I'm a citizen. I can do what I, I can do what I want. And I really, and I actually said this to him. I said, I don't appreciate having three football coaches tell me what I can and can't do at a basketball game. Oh, they were livid and they couldn't do a thing about it. It was one of the best days of high school I ever had. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so to this oh, day, man. I sing the national anthem however I want because I'm a citizen of the United States and I can do what I want. And that's true patriotism. That right? is patriotism. Yeah. You know what? I, I just, oh, man, this is like traumatizing memory. I just had a memory of a pep rally in high school. Um, there was a football game coming up for our football team, and we had a little pep rally in the gym. And, uh, oh, boy, this is embarrassing, but maybe you'll find it amusing. Uh, th- there was a, a fence set up between uh, one set of bleachers and the higher set of bleachers because in in our high school the seniors got the juniors and seniors got to sit in the front and then the the sophomores and the freshmen had to sit up in the back okay and there was a fence between there so we couldn't co-mingle i don't know why I, it was, it's really weird but me and my friends decided we we're going to go jump down when we were freshmen we we're going to go jump down and uh, sit with the seniors and, and juniors and kind of disrupt things yeah and uh two of my friends made it over the fence (laughs) successfully and then i tried to get over that fence and my pants got caught (laughs) and and they tore and i i was hanging and and it's and it (laughs) cut my butt cheek oh no and my butt cheek was then exposed through the ripped pants and I was hanging there, and I couldn't get free. And so my I showed my bleeding ass to <laughs> the entire freshman and sophomore class during nice. a pep rally. I that um, dude that, that should be in a movie about dudes who are awesome. That should be in Super Bad too. Anyway, these are the things I associate with football. Okay, you know, speaking of Super Bad too, you know who could play Michael Sarah in that movie? My son. My son is four. And if you tell him to like not answer a question, if you're like, you say to him, hey, um, son, Christ, don't say yes or no when I ask you this question. He'll go, well, you know, I mean, I could, but I don't want to. He, I, I'm not joking, Joe. He's four years old. He talks just like Michael Sarah. And he just naturally does Michael Sarah. He doesn't understand that he's doing a Michael No, Sarah. no, he doesn't. That's just the way he... He does it. So I've bragged about standing up to football coaches. I've bragged about my kid. I've bragged about being a patriot. And I've also bragged about how much I'm not into this game that's coming up. I think I should get the hipster MVP award of the show. What do you think? Yes, you are the hipster MVP. And you are the rectum MVP. Because you brought up your bleeding ass, your cat's rectum, going to the bathroom. I did literally take a shit. On the on show. show. So, what is worse or better? <laughs> on the football show. So, maybe I get the hipster award, man. Okay, it's, hey, we can share it. That's not unprecedented. Football has let's had. Bo- let's both get participation awards. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Man, I am look- I'm going to Disneyland. I'm not going to Disneyland. You ever been? Many, many times. You like it over at the land of the Disney? Yeah, I've talked about it a lot on the show. I find it disturbing in some ways, like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is yeah. a strange journey through alcoholism and and then death and yeah. then actual hell. Actual hell. Have you ever These gone? These are things I kind of I enjoy, but am slightly disturbed by when okay. it comes to Disneyland. Have you ever gone to Disneyland the day after the Super Bowl and seen 
the winning quarterback there. Is that a thing? Yeah, isn't that a thing where like one time I'm going uh, hipster again? I'm no, nuts. I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, Michael Eisner called up both the QBs and said, "Okay, if you um, if you say I'm going, because they always say at the end of the sh- they interview the winning Q- quarterback, what are you going to do now? So, well, I'm going to start a cheese farm or whatever. If you could say I'm going to Disneyland, I'll give you twenty five thousand dollars or something." Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being a thing. That's still a thing? I think it is. I think, except now it's like Disneyland will give them a trip to Disneyland. Probably. Because they got to make good on that promise. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And then everybody gets to come and, and get autographs from them? Is that how I, that No, works? I think it's just basically the QB and his family. Let's say his or her family. I'll make the show appropriate for the future. His or her family get tickets to Disneyland. I don't know if they get airfare. I mean, Super Bowl pays well, so it's not like Disneyland needs to give them money. It's like, oh, well, we would go to Disneyland, but, you know, them E-rides are pretty expensive. I don't think that happens. Do you think that if the if the quarterback does show up at Disneyland, does he do, like, little exhibition things, like like throw a pass to Mickey? Oh, yeah. I, when you said exhibition, I thought you were going to say something about jumping a fence, tearing his pants, and showing his bleeding ass to everybody. No, um, I don't think so. I think it's just... You know, he did his job. He advertised. And now he just gets to go, him or her gets to go hang out, you know, do stuff. And I bet you most people at Disneyland wouldn't even recognize him because he's not wearing a helmet, doesn't have pads. There's no big number on his chest, right? He's being followed by a little boy and a little girl, not by a, you know, 395-pound um, lineman. Yeah, it's yeah. more pleasant. I don't know. But I think you could, if, if you're a Super Bowl quarterback was just like playing catch with Mickey, the, a, a dude in a big Mickey suit with a big Mickey head. Mm-hmm. I feel like the dude in the Mickey costume would have trouble catching the ball. And so there might be might set some kids up for trauma. Yeah, because that's... It, because that... suddenly if, if you have Mickey running to catch a pass and then he like trips and his head rolls off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All the kids scream and cry. That would be bad. So you got to be careful with that. It would be slightly worse if Mickey just didn't catch the pass and the quarterback yells at him, you know, come on, do your job. But I think worst of all, out of all those, would be Mickey does catch the pass, but then Goofy comes in from the side and just drives him into the ground with this awesome (laughs) flying body tackle. Just boom. And both of their heads roll off. Both their heads roll off. And then the quarterback's heads roll off. And everybody starts screaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like for real, for no reason, and there's yeah. blood squirting everywhere. That would be so good. All right, I'm gonna stop talking. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. You'll hear us. I don't know. Bye. Go team. Hey, even though we're not really on Instagram, uh, follow us there. Um, rate and review us on your podcast app, or I'll fuck fuck your mom. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everybody. Trying to think of something to scream that's football related. Cat scared of its own asshole! <laughs>